0: Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Silver, WMBP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. i
1: continue to take your Bears calls 312 332 3776. Pretty good Greeny rant, too, on the Bears. Tell you that later this hour. Lewis Riddick, one hour from right now, one of our favorites, Talk Bears. Get his thoughts on some of the offensive coordinators. Get his thoughts on what he would do with the number one pick. And uh with Justin Fields. And what does he think uh if the Bears do trade Justin Fields, what the Bears could get? If Mel Kuyper is dreaming when he's talking about the eighth overall pick. Mel's still sticking with it? The last couple of days he has. We, we're we scheduled to have Mel on next week. So it's something that we could ask Mel about, but we'll ask Lewis about that today. Um, and then, would you rather uh, later this hour? Uh, hashtag at WS, would you rather? Send them to Tyler Aki and uh, Charlie Bevins. You can tweet that to them and use that hashtag WS, would you rather? It was a uh, reading uh, yesterday. I believe the Sun Times was the first to have it. Fran Spielman, who has covered. Uh, city politics forever in the Sun-Times uh, I believe she was the one to have the scoop about the stadium the ballpark uh, that the White Sox uh, are, are talking uh, to the landowners about in the South Loop at Clark and Roosevelt and um, very, very intriguing and uh, long overdue in my opinion but it it got my attention and uh how, how old is their existing park right now I think it opened in the early 90s okay so we're talking 30 years yeah, old yeah 30 about 30 years It's in pretty damn good shape isn't it It's in mean, great yeah. it's a, it's in great shape yeah It's a, it's in great shape I don't know um if they would do this and then think about selling the team, are they thinking? Are they getting it in line to sell the team? I have no is it idea. something that Jerry would ever think about doing? Um, is it to is it strictly a play to to just move it closer? Like I like the the reason for me, and I'm not a Sox fan. I would love to hear from Sox fans at three one two three three two three seven seven six. The reason for me that it's it's. Like I think it would be a perfect scenario. Is it's still in the south part of the city? It's in the South Loop. It's south of Madison, and has a South address, if you know how the city addresses work, anything south of Madison, you have a South address. Um, you're you're at Roosevelt Road. You're still within an earshot of the downtown area. You're around um, a lot of development. It's really the only part of that area that has not been developed yet so a lot of restaurants good spot a good spot a lot of bars you you could get people to walk there you can have a little bit of a trolley like have trolleys uh from the downtown area from the loop area so
2: the fan experience would be significantly
1: upgraded i think so yes and this is nothing against bridgeport or where the ballpark has been for a hundred years right but like I I think it would inc- like in just the views of the stadium like one thing that they they in my opinion they screwed up and we've talked a lot about it was the, the new Comiskey, and then it was the cell and now it's guaranteed rate right. field doesn't even have the opening of the of the stadium doesn't even face the beautiful um, buildings of Chicago, the skyline. the skyline of the of the city. Why not? It's it it just an d- architectural you No, know, we we've talked about this before. There was a method to the madness of why they talked about it, but for whatever reason, they chose not to do it, and 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 they missed out on that. Like uh, one thing about that, the Pittsburgh Stadium, PNC Park. It, it doesn't get any more pleasing to the eye, and that's Pittsburgh. Then it, it opens up to the bridge to the skyline of of Pittsburgh's buildings. It's beautiful. It's a great, as, as beautiful as Pittsburgh can be. It's it, beautiful. It, it's eye candy. Yeah, it's beautiful eye candy to for everyone sitting there. the The plan the field could be a different story, but. Like it's just when you're sitting there, it's comfortable, it looks great um and I think that goes with a fan experience. I know it's like it down on the list but but still, I think uh it's all part of it. It's gonna be a taxpayer, I don't know event, I don't know I don't know, I would hope not, <laughs> but
2: what 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 does history tell you that it will be? That the fine citizens of Chicago will be on the hook for a large portion of this. And that the existing ownership group will probably get a sweetheart deal. I mean, is that's what history says, right? I, I
1: really, like, did, did the city really... Who owns the land right now? So I was reading in Fran Spielman's uh, article. Um, this goes back, and let me call up the I, I article. Think I think read the same article. It's a kind of a convoluted
2: ownership yes. situation. Right. And it had an to it, well, it had some mob ties for a yes. while too. Right. Yes. yes. And then there was an Iraqi yep. developer. Mm-hmm. So do we know who's got uh, who's
1: who they would be buying it from? And they they have not there was only a general statement, a joint statement from the mayor and from the White Sox yesterday about Coming up with the best solution. Keep them in Chicago to, instead of going to Nashville. They were never going to Nashville. That was just a play. Well,
2: like, na- n- listen, Nashville. If they're going to have a baseball team, it's going to be an expansion team. They're not taking an existing right. team, right? So, like, if
1: that was a bluff, that's the worst bluff in the. F- isn't that the worst sports well, bluff? Of- is it the worst sports bluff if they get a brand new stadium in the South Loop that the city? may have the chicago residents pay for is, well, that, and is that, that, and a,
2: that would that would make the people running our city and making those decisions the most bluffable people on the face of the planet you really think that, that is that why the city of Sh- chicago's decision makers decided to kind of try and make this work because they were afraid that the white Sox were going to move to nashville nashville wasn't going to have them were right. they no we and so, we had like, talked about that yeah, they wanted a brand new team of course and by the way, why would the White Sox move from a city the size of Chicago and go to Nashville?
1: I, I mean, I just, none of it makes well, sense he to was, me. He, remember, he came close to moving them to Tampa, St. Pete. And that's what got this one built, right? That's what got this one built. Uh, Jim Thompson, uh, right at the stroke of midnight, stopped everything and said, all right. We're going to get it funded. Okay, we're going to give you this the, the Illinois Sports uh, Authority, and let's build
2: in a clause that says if, in fact,
1: we can't lose less the White than a
2: certain number of people come through the turnstiles over the course of the calendar year, we're going
1: to give you a check. It says um, the potential site at Roosevelt Road in Clark Street is owned by Related Midwest. Company mm. president, Kurt Bailey. One comment, Norwood Sox spokesperson, uh, Scott Reifert or Jason Lee, senior advisor to Mayor Brandon Johnson. I've got here the description here from Fran, Fran Spielman down a little bit lower. Once owned by convicted political power player, Tony Resco, It was one of several sites in the running for a Chicago see- Casino now planned for River West. Resco's partner in the South Loop land deal was Nadmi Ouchi, an Iraqi billionaire living in London who was once convicted of accepting illegal commissions in an oil deal in France. Ouchi was fined and sentenced to probation. As of 2019, Ouchi still owned the site after taking on Related Midwest as a new partner. It's unclear whether Ouchie still owns a piece of the site. So that's the... Man, <laughs> hey, it's, it's Chicago politics at work.
2: Listen, at the end of the day, is it going to be something that is going to benefit White Sox fans?
1: It I, sounds I, like I it... I think so. I don't know how, how people who, who grew up on the South Side... Uh, in Bridgeport, in that area, would feel.
2: You know, I don't understand the, the, the downtown area and all of the, the different stuff. How far would it be? It's like approximately. You know that area. I don't know that yes, area. You at do. All. Roosevelt
1: Road. You know Roosevelt Road. You take Roosevelt Road east to get to Soldier Field, to get to Columbus, to get to Lakeshore Drive, and boom, you're at Soldier. This is Clark. So Roosevelt and Clark, which is not far, could we walk there from here? From he- it's a longer walk, yeah. but it's not that far. How I mean, far it's is the distance- twenty-five minute walk. Oh, that's a long. So walk. okay, we're at uh, where are we here? We're at uh, Randolph. State Lake. So to- Roosevelt is twelve hundred south, and so that's twelve blocks south. Clark here is a couple of blocks to our west. We're at State. Mm-hmm. So this is like. 15, 14 to 15 blocks, city blocks. It's a longer walk, but yeah. we could. I've walked further, right, Charlie? you yeah. walked further. Oh, yeah.
0: I walk all the way from just a little south of Wrigley Field, basically. Um, it looks like the Clark and oh, Roosevelt. No, time out, time out. You walk from just south of Wrigley Field to I probably, here? I probably shouldn't say just south of Wrigley Field. I'm probably like three quarters of a mile from Wrigley Field. But if I want to get. because you wanted to or you yeah, like if, didn't have a car? No, like if I want to get my steps in and it's nice out, I'll usually just huff it. It takes like an
1: hour and a half. Oh,
0: my God. But from here to the Clark and Roosevelt bus stop, it's a 30 minute walk.
1: Yeah, that's by the slow people walk.
2: Yeah. I always, I always, you out, you could I always outpace the, what Google you says. Could, you think you could keep up the pace? So
1: you're a fast walker. How long can you keep up the fast pace walking? Oh, I could, I could do it, and I'm a good city walker. I would challenge anyone to a city race, a city walking race, because do you know why? I time the lights the right way. Okay. You got to know how to time the lights. You got to know when to zig and zag. Okay. You just can't go straight. You got to know, like, if you're going a little east and you're going south, you got to know. Where to wait for a light and when not to wait for a so light. Strategically, you got to know when to go. It's a read option. Yes, yeah. yes. It's, best, uh, right? It's like a football field.
0: The best is when you get to the light and there's uh, and you don't need you don't really need to cross, but you can cross save yourself some time. You get to that light with like four seconds left. Yes, in the timer. You got and it. Yes, you, you got hit it. Hitting walk signs the whole. Rest so I don't. Of the way. Yes. I don't doubt your you. got
1: And you got to pace them right. And there's a pace to catching the walks. I don't doubt your strategic talent. I'm
2: just wondering, because I've seen you walk, and it's hard to keep up with you. How long could you keep up oh, that pace? A walk all day.
1: Five miles? All day, yeah. Really? A walk? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I At can't, that pace? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What is that? That's A 4.5 point, point mile per hour pace? Like, I, I can't run That's... all day. You can walk all day. I've walked to Wrigley easily, and... Walked from here to Soldier and... in a fast but, pace. Yeah, with good and with good shoes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, just got to have good shoes. So, and but stuff. you're not
2: strolling; you're walking with purpose. Walk, well, you got to
1: walk with a purpose. Okay, yeah. I just
2: didn't like. It's one thing to walk; it's another thing to run. So I'm equating how you walk almost to running. Yes. So yes. one could walk in a leisurely and, and, and pace. You
1: hold me back because of the timing of the oh, light. Please
2: don't let me hold you back. You, you just go. You,
1: you've got to time. Like,
2: you're not the kind of guy that, that cares what other people are doing. You just do you. <laughs> like don't even don't even play that card.
1: Don't even don't even act like you give a rat's ass about what's going on behind you. People walk the city know what I'm talking about. You've got to time those lights. You got to know when to go east. You got to know when to go south. You got to know, you, and you got to take it. When you got the walk, you don't go east. You keep going south, and then when you see you've got to don't walk, that's when you hit the other way. Like like Tyler's, it's read option. When the defense is standing there, then you've got to go the other way. Well, and if you keep the ball when you shouldn't, you get hit. Yes. So, I mean, I get it. Uh, Joe in St. Charles, you're on ESPN 1000. What do you think about the, the possibility of a new ballpark?
3: Sylvia, I, as a Sox fan, I, I can't help but laugh. I think we're, <laughs> we're talking about a team that, you know, has got, what, 60 wins, 65 win total. Who cares where they play? They don't have a team. And I, I, I think that there's no chance that this is even happening. Maybe they're just drumming up some sort of conversation around the White Sox that's not completely negative. I hate to be, you know, so negative on this. And and Tommy, I'll, I'll say this: I know you're not a city dweller, but come on, man, you, you got to know where Roosevelt and Clark. I, listen,
2: I'm being honest with you. Direc- there are a lot of things that aren't my bag: directions and knowing where I'm at. It's Sylvie's experienced. Where was the place we were, did a show, and and I had never really spent any time in. And when we did the show from there, I was like, this place is pretty cool, Lakeview. Yeah, I've never spent any time in Lakeview. <laughs> I live in <it>. Lakeview. <laughs> When it, why would I, I? I never lived in the city or even close it to the city. It
1: wasn't the Wrigleyville portion no. of Lakeview. It was a little. It was. It was like west of Rig of Wrigleyville. Yes,
3: west a little south. Fair, but you you have attended sporting events and different bars throughout the area, and you played at Soldier. To Sylvie's point, this is down the street. That's why I was laughing. Yeah, like, I mean, Joe, I, Joe I get
1: when we were first together, and we were we were in an area of the city that's south of here and he's like oh this is kind of cool it reminds me like of a little college campusy here and i'm like that's because we're in the uic neighborhood yeah
2: <laughs> joe that's i don't great. know what to tell you that's man great. i didn't spend any
3: time here <laughs> well, well hey yeah I, again socks that they're not moving There's you don't no think way, so
4: huh opinion.
3: no and and I'll, I'll say this if that plot of land if i'm thinking of the the right area think one of the positives is the tailgate scene and i get it you're a little closer to some action but now you're totally missing all the tailgating scene you'd have on the south side currently and you know which is also positive for parking um and for family so i don't even think it's an actual reality that this is even close to happening but even if it would be, I'm not sure it's a possibility. What is
2: the motivation for doing this? Because their deal is coming up in like yes, four or 20, five years?
1: 2029. 20,
2: right. So it's just like, well, if I can't get another sweetheart deal, I'm just, you know, well, we're going to leave.
1: Or you can build me a new one. We're not, like, uh, again, like, they've done a really great job with Guaranteed Right. Yeah, I think it's a but nice place. You can really make it, like, learn from the... The last time you did it. So you don't have to cut off the top section of it? Right, Make it super fan-friendly. You don't have to chop it down like a tree? Make it smaller. Make it between 30 and 35.
2: I think that's the new trend with all stadiums. Mm -hmm. Now, if you talk to people that are in the business, is is
1: that fewer seats, more amenities. Bob on the south side agrees with our last caller. He thinks the Sox are bluffing here. What's up, Bob?
5: Hey, what's up, guys? Um, Sylvie, yeah, I want to agree with you about... uh, catching those lights when you're walking it's all about the perpetual motion you know, yes you just got to keep, keep the mojo going right right
1: you do not want to slow your pace you want to keep the legs going
5: that's right that's right and, and don't wait for nothing right you're walking keep oh moving. no
1: he definitely subscribes to that theory bob
5: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i just think you know you guys brought up the the tony Resco tie to everything with this and it just doesn't get any more chicago than this i mean uh You have two entities in the city of Chicago and the Chicago White Sox. And my friends and I were talking earlier. I mean, if there's anyone that could blow this, it would be them. Um, We see, see what they did with the current park. And you're right. They've done nice things to spruce it up. But no matter what, ultimately, nobody goes to the games. I mean, part of that is the Sox losing. But even when they're winning, unless it's a playoff game or opening day, there's nobody there. So... Waddle, you brought up the point about uh, Nashville, and you, know, you both kind of said, why would they want to move to Nashville? Well, which city's arrow is pointing up right now, and which city's arrow is pointing the, down? There's no question I
2: mean, there's- Nashville is, is booming, and it's a great place. My point, though, Bob, is, is that Nashville isn't going to be interested in the Sox. Like, the Nashville, so, the, 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 whatever team wants a is, newborn. Yes, when Nashville gets a Major League Baseball team, it's going to be an expansion team.
5: Yeah, I, can't, I mean, I can't disagree with you there necessarily. However, I mean, it would be attractive to bring a current team there, too, right? I mean, if the Sox are legitimately looking to move, and why wouldn't they be looking to move? No matter what happens, they don't draw people. There's just not the interest. They're not the Cubs. They'll never be the Cubs. And I'm a White Sox fan. Um, I, I live near the park, and let's face it, no matter what happens, nobody's at those games. Bob, if you, like, knowing
1: what you know about the White Sox, if you were this up and coming metropolis like nashville hip city and you had jerry reinsdorf with his cigar in his mouth and he said hey you want my team and you're not selling it he would still own it you want him running your brand new
5: baseball team yeah that's that's a fair fair point a a good question i mean I, i of course, I'm I'm thinking that Reinsdorf is probably at the point where he probably wants to check out on this whole thing.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean what, it, like, I don't think he's he's doing that to move it to Nashville. Like, they want a brand new start. Right. They want their brand new baseball team, the it's Nashville like the Predators. whatever. The yeah.
2: Predators were an expansion team, correct? Yes. It wasn't like yeah, an, an existing thanks, N- NHL team. Picked up and moved. No, they want to start from ground zero to develop their own fan
1: base. With a new owner. Yes. A young and
2: up-and-coming yeah, owner. That's why I, I, I giggled when the thought was, well, Jerry's meeting with the uh, mayor of Nashville to potentially work out a deal for the White Sox to move to Nashville. I, we've been told by baseball people, too. Like, the, the, No, Nashville's going to get their own expansion team. They're not
1: going to look for a relocation job. Pat, uh, on the Ike, here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Pat? Uh,
6: Last two White Sox fan callers uh, were were pretty spot on. And the railroad tracks, I don't know how that plays into the space uh, between uh, Canal and Clark and Roosevelt. I don't know how much they can move or not. But I do tend to believe that there would be less parking and less opportunity to tailgate. So that previous caller was right about that. But... What are the White Sox gaining by moving there? The people that go to White Sox games are loyal season ticket holder idiots like me uh, and a casual fan, more when they're winning, but usually a lot less. And so what do they gain if they move to that location? More casual fans, but how many more are they going to get because the product is so lacking?
2: Pat, I I, I mean, call me a cynic, but I I think the motivation here is their deal's up in five years or six years. And, you know, they may not be able to renew in the manner they want. So they're trying to use this opportunity to leverage it into a new ballpark with a great sweetheart of a deal again.
6: Well, I've been to many major league ballparks and actually guaranteed rate field is... Is really nice. Yeah. Some of the best, con- what, the best concessions in the city for no doubt. any no professional doubt. stadium. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you
1: that. I, I, look, I love taking my kids there. I, I don't I, think I've yeah. ever had a bad time at Guaranteed Ray Park. Yeah, no, I, I, neither do I. Like, I, I think the motivation is is you're you're in a hotter spot near one of the. It, it, does it make in, your in the franchise city, more downtown valuable? Town area. Does
2: it make your franchise more valuable going forward? If in fact you decide to, if, if you own to yes. sell,
1: if you own the stadium, oh, of course it does. You don't own your stadium right now. Well, to own That's the stadium. Why is, it, is this a play? Because they're getting closer to selling their team. To own your to,
2: to to own your stadium, you're going to have to pay for your stadium. Are they willing to pay for the stadium, or are they looking for the city to to subsidize it? Don't know. But I would think, what do the socks get out of it? The socks get out of a situation where I would think if you got a brand new ballpark and you have a piece of ownership of it, it makes your franchise more valuable.
1: Yeah. Uh, Al in the South Loop, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Al? Gentlemen, how are you guys doing?
4: We're good. Al. This is a sham. And let me tell you why. <laughs> I live blocks from that location. That location was bandied about for the uh, Bally's Casino. Yes. Uh huh. The residents basically threw rocks, boulders, sticks, and everything else about it to to make that situation move. <clears throat> One is is that that location has a very terrible opportunity for ingress and egress. That means going in and going out. <clears throat> uh, Roosevelt Road is a is a four lane street going basically from the lake all the way across the bridge to the dan ryan exit right at uh, the uic forum i can tell you on football days because you got the train station there there are a ton of people who gets who get off of there and as a result traffic is gridlocked for three hours on roosevelt road trying to go east and west if you put it at that location they've got to figure out a way where they got to keep Roosevelt Road open because of emergency purposes, and also how to basically figure out how they're going to open up Clark Street because there's just no way they can do it. Because when you go up Clark Street coming to Roosevelt, it basically compresses into a hill right at the top of that. I don't know if you know where the target is on Roosevelt Road, but it compresses down to one lane, one or two lanes going going north past Roosevelt. My whole thing is, is that <clears throat> this is a ruse. Because Jerry does not want to leverage his own money. Related Midwest, when they found that the casino deal was going to go south, they haven't had any type of idea in terms of what they wanted to do with the land. The state wanted to put a tech hub there, which would have been fine for commercial development. But I can tell you now, based upon what happens in the South Loop, you know, we tolerate Cinco de Mayo every year, and it's noisy, it's congested, and the residents get very, very upset about this, and to bring something that's going to have at least 81 dates during the spring, summer, <clears throat> and early fall is not going to fly. I can tell you that now, you know, because I had heard that there might have been some discussion with the White Sox, I'm sorry, with the uh, with the City and the Bears, <clears throat> and all of this is basically institutional hostage-taking by, by Jerry Weinsdorf. You know, the issue of the fact that you know, he wants to basically have another sweetheart deal and threaten that the White Sox, quote-unquote, might leave. Let him leave. The The residents of the city of Chicago are going to wind up paying again. What's going to happen to the location at Guaranteed Rate Park? What's going to happen? Is that going to be torn down? And,
1: and like, in the article, it said maybe Thanks the Chicago the Fire would play there. Um, I don't know. I Like, again, I don't, I don't know. But there are... Like I, I am like I didn't know where this would lead this segment, um, and it it has been met with huge skepticism by all of our callers so far, and many would, of which are Sox fans.
2: Yeah, I would. I mean, without the you know the details of the the traffic issues, I would think that the first thing that is on White Sox minds is build me a better baseball right, team right, first. Right. Okay. I don't want to hear about a billionaire getting a new sweetheart stadium deal before said billionaire and his people
1: build me a better baseball team. That's how I would feel if I was a diehard White Sox fan. John and Joliet, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Johnny?
7: Good afternoon, guys. 14-year season ticket holder. 61 years old. My first game was 1967, and I'm done. I'm not renewing. I am so fed up with how Jerry has ran this team. And, you know, I'm just... I look at it this way, and this is just me speaking, not speaking for any other White Sox fan. I just want to enjoy good quality baseball, just like the gentleman said. Instead of building a new stadium, build a quality team. Give us a reason to go and support that team because there are plenty of Sox fans that are willing to do it, but not on my dime no more. Have a great day, guys.
2: Thanks, John. Listen, i I'm, I'm, I get it. Would it be easier? Would there be more, you know, commerce and, and more hip whatever going on? And they, I, think, I think the ballpark down there is, is, is nice. It's fun. The food is great. The product on the field has been below average for the majority of the time. Like, I, I don't know if you'll fill that park 81 times a year if your baseball team is better, but you've got a better chance of that. I'm a, if I'm a White Sox fan, I'd tell you to kick rocks about a new new stadium. Really? Yeah. Yes. You sound just like build the callers, me, yeah. Build me a baseball team for crying out loud. Worry about but the stadium But you always later. say, can't you do both? You should. You always have said You that. should. Absolutely. But if I'm a fan, I'm worried
1: more about the product on the field than I am the building they're playing in. Uh, Billy in Downers Grove. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Billy? Hey, guys. How's
7: it going? We're good. Yeah, I think that... I think the ball if they were to move there, I think it would be awesome because they could fix the problem of having the ballpark oriented in the wrong direction. You're looking at the city you got the river right next to you so you could have a good like restaurants and pavilion right next to the river and the park and I think it would make the park a destination going forward and then you could build a team and then have a winner and everything would be awesome.
1: So you're the first one, really, who has who called in and sounded excited build about me, this. Build me a beautiful stadium yeah. and worry
7: about the
2: play on the field afterwards.
7: Or do both. You can walk and chew gum at the same time. Well, can they? I mean, can they? hopefully. Can they? <laughs> <laughs> Billy, I thanks. I mean, and, and, like, Fox Park now is cool, but I just think that if they could do something by the river and close to the city, it would just be a very good thing for the one of the good things in a while for the Sox.
2: And, by the way, who's paying for it?
7: I mean, I don't think they're going to get the sweetheart deal, so Jerry's going to have to pony up something, or maybe sell and then pony up. <laughs> the, the,
1: and, that, and that's the question, like, if they don't get this sweetheart deal, is this a non-starter? That's
7: a, that's a good point, but I just what is their appetite? The for, would be very
1: cool. What is their appetite for investing in this project? No clue. No clue. Like, again, Fran, Fran's not new at this. Like, right. this is, Fran Spielman is the one who wrote this for the Sun-Times. Fran, I'm sure, has seen it all. I know Fran has seen it all. Um, does she fall for, for stories that really aren't going to happen? Fran Spielman, Tim Novak, and Dave Rader are the three people who wrote this article.
2: I just know that they're not going to Nashville. That was the funniest thing I'd heard in a long time.
1: By the way, uh, Cuddy got snowed in in Nashville. He did Did he? Uh, Did uh, he get the, the DeAndre Ayton
0: uh, treatment?
2: Where what was he can, the deal with that? I thing? think Icy
0: Rhodes
1: kept you, him from going I'll to the game. I'll tell you what that
0: was. That was DeAndre Ayton uh, uh, officially becoming a Portland resident. <laughs> yes.
1: So where is he from originally? The Bahamas? Where is Ayton from?
0: Uh, I think so. I know he went to Arizona and right. obviously played for the Suns. But, yeah, that's a huge I mean, as soon as it, it snowed there a little bit, my mom was texting me like, roads are completely empty. Everyone's way too afraid to drive in this 20-degree weather with a little bit of ice on the roads. And he didn't make the
8: game.
2: No, I guess not. No, no. Unable to make it to the stadium due to ice and poor weather conditions that prohibited him from traveling.
8: And they send people to his house to try to like get him, and they couldn't help him. Oh, really? Portland, yeah. so this Portland's was like, very, like Portland's very hilly. They, so they tried, tried be part everything; so they couldn't even get to him. Yeah, yeah. I they tried to get him out, and they couldn't. I lived so, on a-
2: like, but Charlie, real quick, the headlines make it sound like you know something negative, like really you couldn't get in your car and drive. You were a little too concerned, but you're saying like the reality is is like this was a real situation. Oh yeah. yeah. Well,
0: so like I lived on a hill, um, and there would be so you would just see these cars backsliding because nobody has snow tires not many people have chains so and then the uh i remember there was one big polar vortex winter blast whatever and they were like portland's getting ready you know we got all this salt and they show this little mound of salt it's like oh my god we're not going anywhere (laughs)
1: <laughs> little, little
2: little hill of salt. Maybe towers. Portland should buy their players. The Trailblazers should buy their players
1: snowmobiles. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's hilly, but or maybe know. like,
1: can't they stay in a hotel the night before a game? One would think there's yeah. some right around there, but. Did you not have access to the weather report? Right, It's going to get icy. Hey, everyone, maybe stay in a hotel Did tonight. Did you see,
2: like, was it last year when the Bills were playing and there was a huge snowstorm? A lot of the neighbors of some of the players who live in certain areas were all out there shoveling to get their, the, you know, their driveway so they could actually get their cars out of there to actually travel to wherever it is they were going whether it was to go to the airport to fly out for a game whatever but it was a total community effort in buffalo for the bills
1: and yeah you're right they they, they were they were shoveling like yeah. the players houses, houses. Yes, yes yes so that the players
2: could actually get out of yes, their garages that's awesome.
1: to go to work like i i honestly we were talking about this yesterday with big cat if i could adopt a team other than like if i could be a fan of another team and Maybe i get you could but i'm not that's not how I've lived. I've always just picked the teams where I live. I'm a Chicago fan. But I really love the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. They love their football team. And, and, I, and I like the fact that they have not broken through yet. And I really want them to. And I don't like that Josh Allen has been taking heat. I'm very defensive oh, they, of Josh gonna, Allen. Well,
2: Josh Allen, if they don't get past Kansas City this weekend and Josh doesn't play well... Josh is going to take some more. Whether he deserves it or not, he
1: still has had a good year. I know he's turned it over. Yeah, I even argue with my son about that, Dad. He's got. Did he lead the NFL in in interceptions? That's what Mason tells me. I believe he did, Dad. He leads the NFL in interceptions. Go Mace, but the it's worth the risk because. He he continues to throw touchdowns and he continues to lead a high powered offense. Do you know how many
2: rushing touchdowns Josh Allen had this year? Take a guess. 11. 15. 15. 15 rushing touchdowns to go along with 29 touchdown passes. Do the math. That's 44 touchdowns. He had 18 interceptions and my guess is he lost three or four fumbles, so he still had a 2 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio when you factor in his dual threat capacity. I've always felt that he was like this is how Favre plays. This is how even Stafford plays. He's not They're as gonna... reckless as Favre though was, is he? Sometimes, sometimes maybe not all the time. Not though. all the time, but like at the end of the day after 3 hours of riding the roller coaster, the thought is is you're going to live through some of the, the valleys, but the peaks are like you know you're going to get more peaks than valleys and at the end of the day it's going to help you win more games than lose games it's the whole it's the far it's 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 playing a game like farvin and it's not like modern day football because everything in modern day is it's different now guys don't play as you know you call it reckless call it aggressive whatever
1: it is Favre would just drop back and chuck it into nine guys. That's what I'm dropping saying. Back. I still remember the five or six interception game against the Rams yeah. in the postseason. Yes. Like, I don't think he's that reckless.
2: I don't either, no, but or, by, or the by, today's, game. by today's standard, because the games played differently, like, back in Favre's days, nobody was complete. Like, you got to complete 66 or 67% of your passes these days to be considered, you know, standard or normal in the National Football League. Back in those days, I can't believe that that was the case. You look at the regular season this year in terms of the completion percentage, and you got to go down the list. I got to go all the way down to number like 15 or 16 to find somebody that's below 66% completion Mm -hmm. percentage. And I bet you Favre wasn't doing that. Barb was chucking it into tight windows, yeah, and sure. not just tight windows. He was chucking it into houses that had 15 people living in it.
1: Where's Justin on that uh, percentage list?
2: 62? I think Justin was 61 or 62. Justin is 61-4. That's
1: way down. Yeah. That's way down. Uh, Eddie on the south side, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Eddie?
9: Hey, fellas. How are you guys doing? Good. We're good. All right. So. Lifelong Sox fan. My family's had uh, season tickets in 1971. Um, Here's my biggest problem with with it all. Truthfully, if they were to move to the South Loop, great. But my biggest problem with the current stadium is that there's nothing other than tailgating you can do there. There's a couple bars on 31st Street. But, like, there's no actual fan experience that's outside the stadium that's drawing anyone there. And so to stay in... The city of Chicago. If they were to move to the South Loop, great. What I think they should do is is go build in a suburb somewhere. And you know, there's there's an area uh, right around I-80 in Tinley Park where you've got I-80, you've got 57, 90, 94 you've got all these interstates intertwining with each other. Right there, you've got um, hotels already established and, and, and established land. The what they should model around is the Atlanta Braves, where they left Turner Field in the downtown area of Atlanta, and then built a mecca, um, a mecca fan experience in the north suburbs of Atlanta. Is that, that in the, the suburbs uh, or is
1: that in the city of Atlanta? Where is it? Isn't it? Is, it, is that called the Gulch or where are they in, in Atlanta? It, it, it's, the so, Gulch is in no, Nashville. I, oh, oh, not the Gulch. Okay. Um, Where's it called in Atlanta?
9: Oh, it's called the ba- It's called the Battery. So it's like it's north. It's north of Atlanta. I've been there a couple times. And I actually used to, to, to live in Nashville, so I have, a, I have an opinion about the Sox moving to Nashville as well.
1: Oh, However, okay.
9: um, it, it, if the Sox were to, to, to really want to do this, and they, they need to make it an all-inclusive fan experience. That's what's going to get people to go there. Now, the first thing is, is obviously, you get a better product, you're going to have more people show up. on the you know, Product on the field, people are going to show up. But there's nothing about Bridgeport that, that, that makes people want to go there.
1: Yeah, it's before and after the game, for sure. You know, you're you're absolutely right. What was your Nashville thought?
9: So my Nashville thought, Major League Baseball is not going to allow, uh, as much as even the, the Sox are down, like, in their numbers and whatever, this Major League Baseball is not going to approve.
2: Oh, we lost Eddie. Yeah. But he's kind of suggesting stuff we've always talked about, is that Major League Baseball, is it whoever has, the, whichever owner, has a franchise in Nashville and Major League Baseball. It's going to be a new franchise. It's going to be an expansion team. It's not going to be an existing team that
1: reloads. Yeah, and there's already, like someone tweeted me too, that there's already a group that wants to buy it or is behind it or something like that. So th- this is just something to to keep your eye on. I, it caught my eye yesterday. Like, again, I've always had this. That idea that 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 was the perfect spot for the Sox, but now a lot of people are are down on it, and I've heard a lot of Sox fans say they would rather go to the Burbs than the really? city. Yeah, like or that may be the the better way to get more of a, a, of the younger fan by going to the Burbs by getting more families to go than the city. Like, is the city the way to go if you want to bring in more people? But maybe between a new stadium in this area. And a new stadium, a new soldier, maybe you could get a whole area of restaurants and development in that area between the two. Build a sports complex. You know, it's it's a little bit further apart, but at least like a row of restaurants or areas like and then you could if you would build a parking structure here, like I read in this article, structure that would have 7000 cars, you could then like have shuttles that go from this land over two Soldier Field, yeah, you know, and, and again all the way, like because Roosevelt's no piece of cake to maneuver, like the caller just said. I stay away from it. I go, I go fifty five is how I get to Soldier. I go um, ninety four and I go around to fifty five and then I come up Lakeshore Drive to get to Soldier. The two times I went this year, that's exactly how I went. Yeah, I, I stay. I no longer go down Roosevelt. I no longer go. Uh, on, on the north part of Lakeshore Drive, I go. I wrap around the city. It's a nightmare. Um, all right, uh, we've got. Would you rather coming up? And at five, can't miss radio with our friend Lewis Riddick to talk Bears, talk quarterbacks, talk offensive coordinators. It's all coming up next.
0: Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago.
2: Hey, this is Coach Mike Dixon. Greg Olson here. This is Stacy King. Hey, this is
6: D. Rose. What up? This is Ludacris. Hello, this is Stick Enberg. Would you like to play a little? Would you rather?
1: What? What? Oh, my. That's right. We play for a gift card to the pride stores. So, uh, you... Tweet us using the hashtag WS Would You Rather. Send them to Tyler Aki on Twitter. It's at Tyler Aki underscore. And today, Charlie Bevins is in for Meller. You can get him. It's C.R. Bevins 11. And uh, ask us a question. uh, Would you rather this or that? It's an either or question. And the one that we like best, we'll get that gift card to the pride stores. Boys, what do you have? Alright,
8: Damon Damien wants to know Would you rather live next to an
1: active volcano or a poorly secured prison? Active volcano. They usually can predict when it's uh, when it's gonna erupt, don't they? What'd you say the other option was a poorly <laughs> secured prison? Yeah, poorly yeah. secured prison. No, <laughs> like if someone does oh, bro- Break out of a prison. The last place they're hanging around is near the prison, right?
2: Yeah, but they may break into your house to get your car and to drive away, and in the process do some unsavory stuff. So I'm, I don't want the the poorly secured prison a little dirty next Mike to me. And the boys
8: situation. What was that? A little dirty Mike in the boys situation. Who's Dirty Mike? Uh, You've seen from the other guys? The other guys, yeah.
1: I haven't. I forget, who was Another in that? Guy.
8: Hey, are you uh, Dirty Mike Mark and the Wal- boys? It's Mark Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the, the, the cops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. From 2010. Yep. I never saw that. I missed I that one. You were...
0: turned my Prius into a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your Will Ferrell?
8: That's just a quote. I don't know if it's no, right. No, that was, yeah, yeah, that was Will Ferrell.
2: That's where we're... Mark Wahlberg comes over to have dinner at their house, and Will Ferrell's married to Eva Mendez, right? Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> treats her
0: horribly. <laughs> Look, yeah. And Mark Wahlberg sits there like, I can't believe she's with you. <laughs> Look, they're not <laughs> all first round picks. <laughs> <Right>.
1: It's so bad. <laughs> Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, Adam McKay, Eva Mendez, Michael Keaton, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. If you're it's looking for group. something to
8: watch tonight, I would watch yeah. this. Yeah. I don't know what it's streaming on, but it- it's worth the watch. It's funny. It's a funny movie.
2: It's good. No, I'm gonna go with the active volcano. I'm not
1: gonna be I don't wanna be next to a poorly secured prison. Don't they can't they tell you or don't you know when the volcano's starting I to bubble they're pretty a little good, bit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You days. can get out you can get out of Dodge. But again, uh, uh, I mean, they, can you yeah. insure your house
2: next to a volcano? Probably not. If you've just built a brand new dream home next to a volcano,
8: I'm not sure you're gonna get an insurance policy. Can you even insure your house in Florida anymore? Like
1: I think you can, but the... If you're away from the ocean?
2: Yeah, I mean, there are certain things. I mean, this is going down the rabbit hole of insurance issues, but (laughs) I mean, it's... There's a lot of stuff you don't want to deal with. But in this case, I think I'd go through the process of living next to the volcano versus the prison.
1: (laughs) How often do uh, volcanoes erupt? I think so. I don't think they're others. on schedule. I mean, I don't think you know, you're it's kind of random. Right? I know like, yeah. Yellow, Yellowstone, Yellowstone's like past what the view analytics or say? I don't
0: know. not sure.
1: What, didn't you grow up near Mount St. Helens, uh, Charlie?
0: Yeah, but that was well before I was born. But um, yeah, you can still see it's got the blown top and everything.
1: All <laughs> <laughs> right, what's next?
0: All right, Nick wants to know would you rather have super strength, but your feet perpetually smell horrible? Or super speed, but you get the hiccups quite frequently. Oh, no, no. I just smelly feet. Big yeah, deal. Like you just you put, put, put some socks, socks on, on and
2: put, spray them yeah, with yeah.
1: some Lysol. Yeah, we, but you get socks and shoes on. No one can smell, but Like man. you
2: were just saying from the movie, not everyone can be a first-rounder, Charlie. You know, I'm just the guy with
1: a ridiculous with that one?
0: streak. That was Nick.
1: I get ridiculous H- strength, but my feet stink. Hiccups suck. Like, having the hiccups any more than... Four minutes suck. Like when I
8: read I these I'm stories, myself, radio. I haven't had the hiccups, and I can't remember when. Who really? was the guy yeah, who had like the hiccups time. for a long time? Was it Bo Jackson? I think so.
1: Yeah, for like months, yes. maybe even a year. Yeah. When I read those stories about guys who cannot stop, stop it. I can't believe
2: it. Now I'm a I'm a, I'm a uh, so when I start sneezing I'm going to give you at least ten to twelve. And, and yours are loud. Yeah, you're a loud sneezer, loud sneezer too. Yeah, because I'm not I'm, I'm not going to sit here me. and squeeze my nose and hold it in and and, and completely fry my brain. I'm just going to let it all go. You know, see the people that sneeze but they hold their nose? Oh yeah, that can't be good for you. No, well, how no, can you, that be good you for blow you? Blow
1: your eardrums out. Yes.
8: We had a substitute teacher in high school. She was like well known as the sneezing teacher, and she would warn you before the class, like, "Hey, I've got a really funny sneeze. So, like, if I sneeze, go ahead and laugh. It's fine." It would go, "Achoo, achoo, 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 achoo." It was just rapid fire. <laughs> Did you just start belly everyone, laughing? Yes, everyone in the class, and, and like she was fine with it, so she was cool. Um, But, yeah, she warned the entire class about her sneeze. She was a rapid-fire sneezer. Wow. She was the sneeze sub. (laughs) The
1: sneeze sub. I like that.
8: All Uh, right. uh, Michael wants to know, would you rather be rich and live in northern Alaska year-round or be poor but live in Hawaii year-round?
1: That's a good one. I mean, northern Alaska, we're
8: not talking
2: about, like, a... Yeah. I'm assuming we're not talking about, like... Populated Anchorage, where there's nice bars and and, and restaurants no. and
1: no, and I, I look, I believe rich is more than just my money. Elaborate, think about that please one. elaborate. Yeah, I think I think well, just think, elaborate. Think, think that about is, that. No, I I know which. Well, well, there's culturally rich. There's rich experiences. Sure. There's uh, there's lots of things that that you can be rich. Than just money. And I believe Hawaii would provide that. I'm not. I'm just not don't being... build your shanty next to a volcano. No, that's true. Right. I give me Hawaii. I would do the same. Yes. I'll walk around with the surfboard all day in tattered shorts. I don't
2: think you're going to own a surfboard. I'm if just walking poor. around with it. You just having like maybe a two by four okay. or a couple of them that you try to nail together. What do you think? You got like a $1,500 well-waxed no, surfboard no. that you're going Who out there and hanging gotta out with? it's got to
0: be like
1: one of the best ones? Yeah, just grab one from Costco. Yeah, or make one.
0: Make one? Yeah. Out of? Stuff.
1: Because I'm culturally rich.
0: Yes, you are. Yes, you are. All right, Timothy wants to know, would you rather be stuck in a plane
1: bathroom
0: or be stuck on a flight where someone uncontrollably pooped on the floor?
1: No, the first one. Give me, put, put, isolate me in a bathroom alone well, the where nothing could go wrong. Yeah, the, the, there's very low likelihood that that flight is going to be
2: interrupted for anything. If somebody well, is going to the bathroom on the ground, then that plane's turning around and going back to where it came from. You're not going to get to your destination.
1: So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Big deal. Big it's, deal. You're locked in the bathroom. They're going to get you out. You I've not heard of anyone dying because they were locked in an airplane bathroom. Have you? I've not. I don't know. I don't think I have. No. I don't think
2: I've ever heard of anyone dying because someone pooped in the walkway either. But. No, but that's still a, a bad
1: experience. Yeah. Get sick from it. All right. Uh, coming up next, Lewis Riddick. I like the. I like the Hawaii one. Give that guy the uh, prize. Congrats, Congrats to that, Michael. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Louis Riddick joins us next. Uh, what what would he do? Would he keep Justin or would he draft oh, Caleb Williams? I thought you Williams? meant the bathroom question. Or we could ask him. No, they we need to. No. It could, could get off to a messy start, literally. Louis Riddick, would he take Caleb Williams or keep Justin Fields? We'll ask him coming up next.